running thoughts that are repeating in your own mind. Most of us don't take time to actually pay attention to like, what are the beliefs? What are the I am statements? Or what am I repeating to myself over and over and over again? And does it align with how I wanna feel about myself or how I wanna live my life or what I wanna experience? You're listening to the Self Adore Podcast, hosted by Ellie Vannon and Clea Martin. Our mission is to inspire you to step into your magic and allow self-love to flow into your world. Our transition into becoming full-time entrepreneurs sparked our journey into a deeper practice of self-love. On this pod, we'll cover topics ranging from self-care, wellness, passion, mindfulness, and personal growth. We'll share our own experiences and bring on fabulous guests that will shift the conversation around self-love, making it feel more inviting and empowering. Stay tuned for a new episode each week that will inspire you to self-adore. Thanks for spending time with us. Here we go. Welcome back to the Selfador podcast. We're so grateful to have you here today. If you don't know, Selfador is a podcast all about self-love, but we dive a little bit deeper. A little bit deeper. We're really reframing the self-love conversation to be and feel a little bit more accessible and tangible and for it to feel like something that you can achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not checklist. It's more of a journey and a discovery. So that is what we're all about here. And today's episode is so cool. It is with the guest, Nikki Ash. If you aren't familiar with Mickey Ash, she is a beautiful artist, yoga and meditation teacher, and also a conscious content creator. So she's always inspiring people to feel beautiful and important through everything that she puts out there on social media, her blog, and all of her different platforms. We've been following Mickey for quite a while now, and what we love so much about her is she has such a unique and special energy. It's sort of a calming energy that really feels like she's there for you and she's holding you accountable to be the best version of yourself and practice self-love on such a deep level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's so cool about her too, is that she goes beyond social media as well. So she hosts a lot of different events and she um, is, as Clay mentioned, a yoga and meditation teacher. So you can really have access to her, which is amazing and so cool. And she really encourages you to find and discover ways to be the best version of yourself and be your own best friend. And she does this through creating beautiful content and she posts that and then that kind of intrigues you to learn more and be inspired. And she just is such a light and such a kind person. When Mm -hmm. we met her, she just like walked down the stairs and we were like, oh, Wow, she's just glowing. Yeah, she was so magical and radiant and just immediately calm when we met her um, to do this episode. And we were just so impressed by that and how confident and collected she was. And we just felt honored to share space with her. She really speaks from such an authentic place, which is something that we really value and really appreciate as well you could tell that she was speaking from her heart space and Mm -hmm. so openly to all of you um for this episode and we are so excited for you to hear more 
In this episode, we dive into all things creativity, following your passions, overcoming dark times, and how to take care of yourself during those hard times. It can be so, so difficult. We also discuss healing, self-love, and how to really prioritize your dreams and make them a reality. Mm -hmm. She gives such a unique perspective on that as well um, because she is such a creative person. She kind of breaks it down in a way that feels like you could do anything you your heart desires so let's dive into this super inspirational and creative episode enjoy so quick little fun story for you guys ellie and i were doing our morning routine the other day we were on our way to a cute matcha shop by us we were strolling on by we pop in and ellie is paying for our drinks and the barista looks over at ellie's mm-hmm. wrist and is like what on earth is that? Yeah, she was like, where did you get your bracelet? I have to know. Like, I have to know all the details because it was kind of like capturing the light in the shop <laughs> in this beautiful way. Like, I don't know if it was the sunlight or the light that they had going on in the shop, but she was like, where'd you get that? Like, I have to know. It's beautiful. I've never seen something quite as unique. And we just looked at her and we were like, let us tell you. This is like our best kept secret. Wax and Wayne. We are so excited to announce our latest sponsor with Wax & Wayne Jewelry. This episode is brought to you by them, Wax & Wayne, a brand that we absolutely love for so many reasons. Wax & Wayne is a Los Angeles-based jewelry company specializing in intentional crystal and gemstone handmade bracelets. They put a lot of thought and energy into creating each individual piece in their line. We love that their bracelets have been cleansed under a full or new moon and smudged with palo santo or white sage we are such believers in cleansing your crystals so this is a huge plus for us this really shows you and allows you to set your own intentions for the bracelet with the energy that you need we love how all of their pieces are so dainty and stackable they're delicately beaded and are the perfect addition to your everyday jewelry they actually handcraft all of their bracelets in la from only the highest quality materials the prices are so reasonable and the stones that they source are just so stunning literally the cord that they use is almost indestructible A lot of beaded bracelets will actually eventually snap, stretch, or fall apart, but Wax & Wayne builds all of their pieces with those issues in mind. So you can count on Wax & Wayne's products to be thoughtfully built, extremely high quality, and durable. Something that's unique about Wax & Wayne's products is that they pair individual stones together based on their energies and create the most unique, powerful combinations. The holiday season is in full swing, and I know we are all looking for that perfect gift for friends, family, a loved one, yourself, anyone that you could use a little bit of magic in their life. Every new moon, Wax & Wayne actually offers a free bracelet with purchase. So it's currently running on their website and ends Tuesday, November 26th. So with a purchase of a bracelet, you will receive an additional bracelet. And this month, it's the multi-tiger eye bracelet with every purchase before Tuesday, November 26th. We have an exclusive code just for you. So go to waxandwanejewelry.com. That's W-A-X-A-N-D-W-A-N-E jewelry.com and enter code SELFADORE15 at checkout for 15% off your entire purchase. And now let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We are just honored to be 
in your space and to be having this conversation um, about self-love and your journey around wellness and um, we're here in Venice and it's or Santa Monica I guess, <laughs> technically West side. Um, West side. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's just beautiful day outside and um, thank you for for hosting us and having us today thank you girls for having me I'm excited and honored to share with the community that you guys are building we'd love to explore your self-love journey because that's something that you put out there every single day it's Mm -hmm. kind of like your purpose so can you share how that came to be for you and how it all began yeah I mean it's definitely a lifelong practice and it's always building upon itself I don't think it's a journey that ever has like a final destination so that you can just enjoy all of the steps and processes along the way instead of trying to be attached to like an end goal. Um, You know, self-love and self-care was a lot of unlearning for me. Like Growing up, you develop your habits from parents and subconsciously when you're little and um, have to as you grow older and have experiences like notice your patterns and mine definitely weren't self-care and I had to overcome that and learn that oh I actually have to put myself first through the experience of not putting myself first and to know the difference between how I operate when I'm not taking care of myself versus how much more I have to offer Um, and how much happier I am when I do take care of myself. So it was bits and pieces at a time. Um, Yoga was a huge catalyst for me, and then meditation, another one. And in between, like always having some kind of like art or creative outlet um, was all a huge part of the self-care, my self-care journey. (laughs) Beautiful, thank you. And it just seems like you do live such a creative life and that's such a part of that self-love. So we definitely see that. It's beautiful. Thank you. Was there a moment for you where you realized that you weren't practicing self-love before this all began? How did that really spark for you? (laughs) I think there's definitely more than one moment. Um, (laughs) I was always like a tortured artist when I was growing up and like very happy and familiar in like my darkness and thought I'd, you know, would draw most inspiration from there and Um, So I kind of recreated that for myself multiple times. And, you know, each time you go through something, you learn a little bit from it. But it took just like one moment of like I've reached my limit and I can't can't endure like living with myself this way anymore. Something has to change. And that means I have to make a change. And um A lot of times for me it was in relationships where I learned those hard, big lessons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Was there one particular moment where you kind of took a look at yourself and can you like pinpoint that moment in time where you kind of decided that a shift needed to happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, um, for sure. I mean, um, I was 
teaching yoga at a friend's festival and it was like the first time that I was teaching with a mic and there was like 100 people in class and I was really excited about it and I was in a relationship at the time and I decided that I was going to sing in Shavasana and that was something that made me so nervous and I just did it anyways and the person wasn't there for me in that moment and I just kind of knew like there was other friends who were there for me like I was avoiding looking at myself and just like pretending things were a certain way when they weren't and it just got to like a climax where it was like this big moment and I was so excited and nervous about it and then I kind of realized like I'm here on my own in this like dark place and I need to switch out of it so that was kind of like I don't know <laughs> I don't know if that answers the it question totally does, does it yeah. <laughs> okay yeah absolutely so what was kind of the first thing that you did after you had that moment did you yeah did you take a step back and kind of assess your life yes oh for sure well first thing I did was move to Topanga (laughs) and um no I had a friend in that moment like it was just funny how it all lines up together like he heard me singing at the event and was like oh uh introduced himself and we ended up talking and I was told him I was in like a dark place and whatnot and he was like oh well do you meditate and I was like no (laughs) no 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 um I didn't at all and I didn't want to and even though I'd had like experiences that were that felt really good um I was scared to actually like sit down with myself Um, So I avoided it and he kind of was like putting up a mirror and was like, you got to do this. Like, what are you avoiding here (laughs) yourself? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he showed me One Giant Mind and it's an app that teaches you how to meditate. And I just remember like so clearly hearing all the doubts in my own mind, like, don't even start. You're not going to finish. Like you never finish anything like blah, 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 all the limiting beliefs. And I just like stood up to myself. Like I am going to do this. I need a change. I don't want to feel like this anymore. And if it means I need to do something like this, like push past what I thought I could do, then I got to try. And I just like gave myself no excuses and I did it every day and I just started to really feel a difference um and like started to understand the importance of respecting myself and like creating boundaries and like just all kinds of transformative stuff came from developing that practice wow So um, on your social media, sometimes you talk about being friends with yourself and a different kind of outlook on what that could be. So we talk about this a lot on Self Adore and it can be really hard to kind of like re-meet yourself and like be best friends with yourself again and sort of prioritize that relationship. So how, what is your relationship, what is your kind of outlook on becoming friends with yourself again? I don't think that it always happens all at once. Like, we think that we can just say a couple affirmations in the mirror and all of a sudden it's like you're just supposed to be best friends with yourself, like you said. Um, It takes time to develop any kind of relationship. So, and it's 
it's funny like it takes a lot of unlearning it's like we develop these beliefs about ourselves and these expectations and we hold ourselves so steadfast to what we think we have to be doing or should be doing because of pressure expectations society like there's all this crazy stuff that's just there already that we have to break through and like unlearn and remember that that's not who we are and what validates us this whole outward world but it's the reality that we live in so it's like two opposing forces I think it's shifting now but um I think it just takes time and like you have to find the different practices that are best for you and um just try little by little you know when I was single I was like okay what am I gonna do now I have no one to like do these things with and so I decided I was gonna date myself so I made a list of all the things that like I would want to do with a partner like go to the farmer's market or like walk on the beach and like I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this stuff myself. And that was the first time that I'd done anything like that. And it was so fun and, like, fulfilling. It's like, hmm, I don't need anyone else. Of course, relationships are incredibly important and whatnot. But it starts with the relationship you have with yourself. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a huge part of self-love is that dating yourself again the ability to spend time just alone yeah just in a a room like Mm -hmm. sitting totally Mm -hmm. yeah and also we're so used to all of these distractions around us all the time I mean we can be connected 24 7 and we're so addicted to like the constant update and seeing what's happening in the world and it's there's a lot of stimulation and so even when you just first close your eyes and sit with yourself it's like your mind is still processing all of the stuff that's constantly coming at us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you need that time to really move on from that yeah exactly wow that's beautiful can you dive into a few of the challenges that you faced in your self-love journey do you have any moments that you remember that were particularly hard and the advice you would have given yourself back then I think challenges come up that are pretty universal of like worthiness and validation kind of along the lines of what we've been talking about and I know that like at points when I felt really low I'm not doing the things that make me feel good like I'm not meditating I'm not exercising or moving my body I'm not eating well or you know um and it can be hard to start doing little things for yourself when you're not feeling good but I don't know I think it's hard to to answer um I think it's important to have a strong community of people that you can rely on also and I always find solace in in community and friends and family if I'm feeling low and like can start off doing things together just like you you know you guys are doing this together you find motivation in one another to like start off and start building each other up and then you build the strength in yourself to do little things for yourself like find a yoga buddy or something to take classes with you and hold you accountable um so that you don't have to just rely on yourself because I think we separate ourselves so much And we all just want that connection. We all want to feel like we're a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. So it's important to like invest time in relationships with 
with other people in your community to help lift you up because we're here to help each other and lift each other up so we're having this conversation Mm -hmm. yeah and really just kind of having gratitude for those small moments too because I feel like when you are on your self-love journey and you're trying to kind of cultivate this feeling of you know self-worth or or just feeling all around better if you are in sort of a darker place it can be hard to have gratitude for those small moments but those small moments kind of come together and end up being your journey so yeah I think that that is a really important thing to remember along the way so we are really inspired by everything that you do put out there and you're so consistent in who you are and the energy that you share and the message and um I think that it really has transformed a lot of people and I know it has for us and we really admire you. So can you give us a little peek into your day-to-day life um, being you and (laughs) (laughs) what that looks like um, and how do you kind of structure your days around feeling productive because ultimately you kind of do have, you have a business and that's, um, but then also it is so important for you to be the best version of yourself and feel good from the inside out. So how does your day-to-day look? It's so greatly different every single day, especially this year. Um, (laughs) But I try to have consistency as far as, like, things I want to accomplish and, like, routines that I have that put me in a good place. Um, So I've learned, like, to prioritize doing that and usually consists of – I like waking up early – I feel like I get more done. I just like the mornings and I feel way more productive when I just get up and start doing good things and I know it like builds upon each other. Um, Coffee, so (laughs) much coffee is involved in all of this (laughs) creation Um, and meditating daily at least once but twice would be like beautiful 20 minutes. Um, I've been journaling like just doing daily pages um nothing like crazy just a couple and I make sure to do I really do practice gratitude every single day and I love it it fills me up it makes me feel excited about my day and everything that I have in my life and it just makes me feel better going out into the world um and some kind of movement like just moving my body when I get stagnant like I don't feel good about myself. I'm not like operating as best as I can. So making sure that I get something in, whether it's like walking for miles and miles and hours and hours or yoga or something. Um, You know, I make time to, I just love being creative. Like I'm so inspired by my environment and everywhere that I go and like really just walking down the street, I see everything as like a moment to capture or like something I want to share. And um, it just, I, it's super easy for me to tap into that place of being creative. And so I love creating content and like working with brands that I get to share and just be creative basically with um so definitely spending time either being creative every day drawing writing um working on my website ideally doing that a little bit more consistently you know but definitely taking some time to be disciplined about 
work flow stuff, emails, staying in touch with people, um, doing research about like what I want to be doing next and trying to make connections and meet people and plan some cool things. So, yeah. I love how everything is so vision focused. Like you have such a clear path for yourself. Ah, thank you. If someone were to show you your life now, like five years ago, would you believe it? Um, life right now is pretty amazing. I'm very happy with everything that's happening. And I do feel very inspired and motivated to continue. I feel like I'm just getting started. Um, five years ago, I was still like in the wellness world. I was teaching yoga. I was meditating. Well, maybe not quite five years ago, but I've, I always knew that this is the kind of lifestyle that I would have. And, um, I've always known what I wanted to experience in life and how I wanted to feel. And so I've been carving this path for a long time. (laughs) So you could never picture yourself in like a corporate setting, right? That's why you created this (laughs) life for yourself. Um, I just, yeah, I never really wanted to do what anyone else was doing or like what was expected of me. So I liked to do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The freedom is so beautiful. That's what I get from your energy is like you you just feel free. Yes. Well, my family has a big part to do with that. They're all totally creative people and travel and have always just fully supported me. Kind of like they always want to know like where I want to go and what I want to do and then how they can support that and make it happen so I feel very blessed to have just been able to have that option and and encouragement to ask myself like hmm okay this is what the status quo is but what what do I want to do right now so important to just tune in and listen to what you actually need than looking at what everyone else is doing yeah it's definitely been fun and exciting (laughs) So can you chat a little bit about your travels? We know you just got back from some incredible trips. Um, You sold all of your belongings (laughs) to travel the world. I did. Can you dive into that? Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, I was living in Venice and I did. I I basically put everything in my house up for sale and it was super fun. I got rid of everything. It was like the most synchronistic sale. Like someone came in and bought all the furniture all at once and it was like, I didn't have to worry about it at all. And um, I left and started in Asia. I mean, I've been in Asia and Europe and in the Caribbean and in the Middle East and even the top of Africa and, and yeah, Europe. <laughs> so been all over the place. And yeah, I feel like so many people have huge dreams of traveling and seeing the world and it can sometimes feel like really untangible to kind of cultivate that and make that happen. So was there ever an element of fear for you and how much of your travels involved, you know, thorough planning or kind of more of a, let me just kind of go here and see what happens. A lot of, let me just go here and see what happens. (laughs) A lot of it has been very spontaneous, which has been fun. I I went into it feeling like, okay, I know where I want to start and let's just see where the path unfolds. And I believe when you put yourself out there and like into the world, then you're putting yourself in the way of things 
amazing things happening to you. But if you're sitting at home and not, you know, participating in your life, then it's going to be harder for those opportunities to meet you. Um, So it's much more attainable than I think people have their minds made up to be about traveling. Coming from living in LA, in Venice especially, I my rent alone is like okay if I'm paying this much to live here I could live like royalty anywhere else in the world yes, <laughs> so yes. we could have Thailand yeah Southeast Asia is amazing and like your money stretches when you travel and like the currency is different in other parts of the world and also I don't have any overhead for a, an apartment I don't have my car anymore you know I don't I wasn't paying for my phone bill when I was away and so all these other things add up and it's it's really doable um and it's it's the most rewarding thing of my life so you know it's an investment that you're getting so much out of every time I love that and something I wanted to ask you about this whole thing is a lot of people would feel very uncomfortable selling all of their (laughs) belongings how was that experience for you on an energetic level like how did it feel to strip everything away that used to kind of be a part of your life and I'm very grateful I receive a lot of stuff yeah (laughs) like to the point I'm like please stop sending boxes and a lot of things I had I thought it were like very sentimental and I didn't want to let go of but as soon as I started I just couldn't stop and it just felt so nice to let go of things and I'm talking like crystals that were like six feet high like everything I was saw gone. that one on your Instagram <laughs> yeah there was two of them um but it felt really good and now it's like I travel with a carry-on and like a bag and that's it I don't want any more than that. Like, I don't want any more that I can carry through the streets of Marrakesh, like winding, trying to avoid donkeys hitting me. I'm like, (laughs) I can't have a big suitcase right now. Like, there's no way. So I'm like really appreciating being as minimal as possible. Yeah, I feel like when you're so minimal too, it kind of makes you really take a step back and and consider like the things you actually need. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. You need nothing. You don't, yeah. And it, that's really hard sometimes, especially when you live in a city like LA mm. or New York or, you know, somewhere where it kind of feels like you need to keep adding, adding, adding. Of and course. when you are brave enough to kind of let it all go, um, I think that kind of does something to who you are. Yeah. I think that contributes to me feeling as free as I do. I don't have, I mean, I have a storage unit, but, you know, I, I have nothing I have to really worry about or like take with me so it feels good to be mobile in that way yeah so we want to dive into a little bit about your community so you have such an engaged community of people who seem to just love who you are and feel so connected to what you put out and really like kind of rely on your energy daily so was your was building your community intentional or how how is it to kind of maintain that energy of people um and is it is it tricky because I feel like kind of going all over the place you know to worry about yourself as well (laughs) um I like that question that's interesting um I've always been kind of like a in a leader teacher kind of role I'm the oldest like child in my family like oldest of the cousins oldest of all the siblings so I've always kind of like 
been there guiding all my little youngins <laughs> and I've been teaching like I taught art and like I just feel like it's a natural progression for me and natural way for me to share all the things that I learned to teach um, and it just started like growing naturally I just started sharing I love writing and I love imagery and putting it all together and um, creating something visual that's stimulating but in a positive way and um, yeah it just I just started sharing and people started wanting to see more of it so it's a nice circle that also feeds into itself and I feel like your work feels so effortless too like it's so Mm, gorgeous and perfect but there's an element of realness and everything that you put out there is so different from one another do you have a process where you kind of sit down like Mm. how does that look for you how do you put this content out there no I don't have a process (laughs) (laughs) I love that everywhere I go I just I love being in beautiful places and I've just been an artist my whole life and so I see things like how I want to like format them or place objects in a way that's like pleasing to look at Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I just I mean when I what I really use is like my iPhone in video mode selfie it's like if someone saw me in in process I'd be (laughs) laughing I'm like trying to figure out where to balance my phone I'm like thinking to myself I should really buy one of those like tripods that holds the phone as I'm using like an apple and a vase to hold it upright like that's too creativity though (laughs) innovation I'm putting it like just imagine all the different places to like get the angles upside down so um yeah no I don't really have a process I just try to have fun with it and off a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. and I know we always spend so much time like trying to create content calendars and all of these things that yeah (laughs) I've tried that too yeah it's like on my to-do list it says content calendar I'm like yeah and I mean it helps us in the way of like holding us accountable for like making sure like we're delivering things that people you know hopefully would hopefully find value in but I feel like it's the most authentic when you kind of are feeling something and then you're just called to share Mm -hmm. so um I love hearing that that's kind of that is I mean that is your process Mm -hmm. like the process isn't this or that it's whatever works for you yeah I mean I try to tune into like how I'm feeling what I'm going through in the moment um and how I'm overcoming it or how I'm working through it and it's whatever I'm going through that I can speak to the most um so I think I just try to do it day by day to be honest because I've tried to like plan things in advance or like make sure everything is a specific way and I've given myself like put myself under pressure to do it that I just didn't wasn't sticking to it and then making myself feel bad about not doing it in the first place so I'm like no no let's take this pressure off and just enjoy it for what it is every day what would you kind of say to someone who feels really called to share something creative in the creative space or whatever it looks like for them but feels a little bit stuck on like where to begin or how to get there maybe it's fear maybe it's you know lack of resources that's how they perceive it to be so what would you kind of advise for a fellow creative 
I think most of us get in our own way. I think that's usually the biggest thing we have to overcome is ourselves and what we perceive we're capable of doing. Um, So for somebody who's just beginning, I think we have this fear. But I would say to beginners is, or anyone who's just wanting to start something, um, we usually just want to wait until it's perfect to put it out there and I've even dealt with that myself I like have so many ideas that I I want it to be just right and I just stop myself I think the key is just going and just doing it taking those steps you're going to learn from everything that you do whether you want to continue on that path or switch it but you don't know if you're just staying still you have to like I said put yourself in the way of of magic and of things to unfold you got to take the action part of it too. Shifting gears a little bit, we wanted to explore your journey with yoga and meditation and kind of how that's evolved for you over the years. We know that you practice daily. Has that been um, something that you've you know, grown to be good at or like how long has it taken you to get to where you are is what I'm saying. A long, long time. (laughs) Um, I started practicing when I was 18 and I'm going to be 28 this month. Um, so thank you. Um, 10 years ago. So that's kind of a long time, isn't it? That's so cool. Um, I was not athletic at all growing up, like couldn't do any sports, couldn't run, couldn't walk a mile, like (laughs) none of those things at all. And I wanted to be, and I tried, (laughs) but it just never worked in my favor. (laughs) So I just gave it up. But I always was like doing art while my friends were like on the dance team or surfing or whatever. Um... So my beginning of yoga was like painful (laughs) because I was so physically like inept. But um, yeah, I couldn't touch my toes. I was like, what the fuck? Sorry, excuse my language. Um, (laughs) It's like a foot away from my foot. Like I don't understand. People look like they're enjoying themselves like folding in half and I just, my body didn't do that. I was like sweating profusely, like couldn't breathe, didn't know how to breathe. So the first few classes were for sure rough. Um, <laughs> I was so sore afterwards, but there was something beyond that challenge, that physical challenge, that I actually felt so good doing it. And after um, that, I kept going back and like wanting to persevere. And like I was not flexible; I couldn't do any kind of splits or backbends, like nothing at all. Definitely not a handstand. And um, your body just changes and what you're capable of doing changes and quickly if you're doing it regularly and it was just so fun and felt so good to go through that transformation of being so out of touch with my body and not being able to do anything to feeling really good moving Mm -hmm. and breathing yeah and beyond those physical changes what was Mm -hmm. it like to see your mind evolve through all? oh amazing I mean like I said I was just like trapped in my own darkness like I felt safe and comfortable there and I was scared to be happy and like to be fulfilled and through yoga I really found myself as my own source of happiness and that was huge because I was relying on all these other people to make me feel good about myself or let me know that I was allowed to feel good about myself. Um, So yeah, yoga was transformational in every way, physically, mentally, I mean, more happiness, more 
more able to handle the stress of just life. We all have things we have to overcome, but I felt like I could handle it better and I was more capable, more patience. Um, and just overall, like I followed something that made me feel good and that opened up the path for the rest of my life. That really was like the start of my journey. Wow, such a long journey too. It's really cool to hear that you've kind of had this consistent practice for like a decade I now, know, I guess. I'm old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Um, you must be proud of yourself. Oh, like, thank you. Like, yeah, it's sometimes, we were talking about being proud of mm-hmm. ourselves or uh, without someone else. Yeah, hard to totally. say, but yeah. Or we're so focused on where we're going, we forget to yeah. look back and see like, oh, I've actually done quite a lot. <laughs> I've done all of that, yeah. So to have such a commitment around wellness, um, for you, it was the yoga and the meditation. How Was there ever any challenges along the way as far as having to kind of let go of something else in your life to really fully commit to that? Any sacrifices that you've had to make and how you navigated that a little bit? Sure, I mean, I definitely was like hanging out with a group of people who just wanted to party you know I was like 18 and they were just wanted to like drink and um I didn't want to anymore I was I wanted to go to bed early and wake up early and go to yoga and so I would just have to like I had to leave an entire lifestyle and people that I associated with and I was like considered the weird one you know yoga for sure wasn't as popular and like normalized or mainstream as it is now so I was like even weirder like wait you're a yoga teacher what (laughs) um so yeah I I had to basically it changed my whole life like from the people I surrounded myself to to what I was doing and yeah it's a little bit of a shift I guess yeah it takes bravery too I think to kind of really step into that authenticity and be okay with that um definitely not always comfortable I guess yeah so you offer your community even so much more beyond the yoga and the meditation it really is rooted in making other people feel important and special and like worthy so did that come later or how did you kind of formulate that um, calling to really make other people feel a certain way? Before we get into that, the holidays are coming up and we're definitely getting wax and wane jewelry for so many of our gifts. It's such a magical and intentional gift. It's like giving someone a wearable intention. Wax and wane stone bracelets allow you to carry the energies of your favorite stones with you anywhere you go. Their mission is to highlight the power and beauty of each individual stone. We love how all of their pieces are so dainty and stackable. They are delicately beaded and are the perfect addition to your everyday jewelry. I stack mine with some other gold bands and I get so many compliments. People are always wondering where I got them and where they can get them too. The beads are so beautiful. They are cut in a way that truly makes them sparkle in the light. What I love too is how many options they have. You can get one like their ruby bracelet for a pop of color or something like their howlite bracelet for a more neutral feel that would just kind of go with everything. They have solo bracelets that are one stone if you want that pure energy and they also have beautiful two and three stone combos for an intentionally curated experience. On their website they really actually dive into 
each stone meaning in a really thoughtful way. So this is a perfect way to learn more about the stones and decide what you want. They offer eight different sizes, which is so helpful and something that really makes them unique. Some pieces we're currently eyeing are the Moroccan agate bracelet, Ellie is obsessed, the pink opal bracelet, the ruby bracelet, the angel aura quartz bracelet, and of course, rose quartz. Oh, yes. Spice up your holiday gifts and give the most unique gift out there. Their products are also perfect for birthdays because you can really customize the stone to complement the person that you're gifting it to. Give the gift of inner beauty, peace, and spiritual awareness with the Angel Aurora Quartz Bracelet, the gift of healing, rejuvenating, self-acceptance with the Moroccan Agate Bracelet. The possibilities are just endless. And P.S. Most of their options are under $30. With the purchase of a bracelet, you will get an additional bracelet free until Tuesday, November 26th. This month, they're featuring a multi-tiger eye bracelet. We got you guys an amazing discount code, so be sure to go to waxandwanejewelry.com, W-A-X-A-N-D-W-A-N-E, jewelry.com, and use code SELFADORE15 for 15% off your entire purchase. Be sure to go check them out right now, learn more about the stones, and don't miss this awesome deal. We know you're going to love them. I just remember walking out of yoga one day and thinking, like, I want to share this with as many people as I can. Like, it just created such a dramatic shift in my life from how I was feeling about myself. Like, I just didn't want to participate in life at all. I didn't like myself or what I was doing. I was always down on myself to all of a sudden feeling, like, inspired and motivated and, like, wanting to connect with people. And um, I just like it had such a positive effect on me that I felt drawn to share it with people and I just it started from there so we absolutely love following along with your affirmations the different ones that you put out there through your social media through YouTube Um, how has that shifted your day-to-day practices and what is your philosophy on affirmations how do you incorporate them into your life sure I love affirmations. I learned about them through Louise Hay. She has since passed. She's an amazing author and just has so much good material out there. Um, A book called You Can Heal Your Life that literally healed my life. It just in every way was so powerful. And um, just, I think, becoming aware of the running thoughts that are repeating in your own mind. Like most of us aren't most of us don't take time to actually pay attention to like what are the beliefs what are the I am statements or what am I repeating to myself over and over and over again and does it align with how I want to feel about myself or how I want to live my life or what I want to experience and a lot of the times it's contradicting like we have all these things that we want to do but then we have a belief that contradicts that and so it's like we're working against ourselves and so affirmations help reprogram your belief system and at first you know it doesn't you're saying like oh I'm healthy wealthy and wise or like whatever your affirmation is and you're like I don't believe this like no <laughs> but it takes time and it's like you're just rewiring like your ner- your neurons your thoughts that link together and it's probably been a long time that you've had this specific belief and it takes time to unbreak 
those bonds and rebuild new ones it's like something that's gonna last and stay but I like to have things in my environment that put me in a positive mindset and so I always have like magnets that say nice things or like stickers or little notes up or whatever like I my phone you know um I like to see things that make me happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and affirmations too and they're they're helpful in that way what are some of your favorite affirmations or something you'd like to share with the community Money comes easily and frequently. Love it. (laughs) Money mantras are good and powerful Mm -hmm. because that's just all like an energetic relationship too. I love life and life loves me back. (laughs) But yeah, definitely money comes easily and frequently is one that was like huge and fun to play with. And I just, I actually prefer to write like I am statements like in my morning like writing my journal and just kind of fill the page up with I am statements. And so it's always shifting and just, I don't, I don't think I have a specific set of ones besides the money one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of the beauty of affirmations, I guess, is that they really do kind of shift and change with what you need. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It really, I like what you said though, about kind of like the reprogramming bit, because you really do have to practice the affirmations in order for them to sort of have any sort of impact on your life. You have to teach yourself to believe it. Um, and which, which totally takes time where we've experienced that for sure. So, okay. So we know that you're certified in Reiki. So can you talk a little bit about your journey with Reiki? Um, and maybe a little bit of the power behind Reiki for some people who may not be so familiar with it? Sure. I mean, to be honest, it's not something that I'm really practicing regularly right now. I did the certification when I was like 20, um, when I, I used to live in Costa Rica, I did it there and it was a like powerful time there when I was working with the practitioner, the woman who did the certification, but I haven't really continued it mm-hmm. since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting. So, but when you did kind of go through the certification, did it, it probably opened your mind up to some sort of like other ways to heal, which probably was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, like the energetic aspect of it. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I remember during the certification and, and it was, I, I, I've always been, I think, intrinsically connected to the, this idea that we have energetic bodies and there's this energetic field that most people are just completely unaware of because you can't necessarily see it, but you can feel it and you can tune into it, but they're like, oh, that's crazy. It's like everything in the world is made up of energy, so <laughs> get over it. <laughs> that was the first like formal setting where I like could learn it and feel it and like learn to harness it as like a healing um, practice. And yeah, I mean, I've had different instances where I can like definitely feel energy and it's palm centered. And um, when I was a baby, my mom went to like a psychic and had my chart read and all these things. And she told me that the woman said I would have healing hands always and work with my hands. And like my whole life has been like whether I'm painting or you know, adjustments in yoga or Reiki, it all like comes back to something that's healing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, okay. So mornings and evenings, we love having 
either like a beautiful way to kind of wake up and set your day up or, um, you know, a peaceful way to kind of wind down at night. And we love getting an idea of what that looks like for different people. Hopefully it can spark some sort of like curiosity or inspiration for someone else to maybe make a shift in their life. So do you have a routine either morning or night? You can get specific with it like um, that you you kind of mentioned like the coffee in the morning pages and things like that. But anything else that you'd like to add? Definitely mornings are my most sacred time. I just, I love it. It's such a nice way to start the day. And I like have all my energy during the day. And as soon as it's dark, I'm like ready for bed. So (laughs) I'm like, don't ask me for anything past dark. I'm in my PJs already. Um, Yeah, mornings I love like my meditation practice. And journaling has truly been like such an enjoyable time it was again one of those things where I was like, oh, I don't want to start this again. Like I haven't been consistent and like beating myself up about it. But since actually just having fun doing it every day, it feels so good to just kind of have that like moment with yourself and get your mind more clear and focused. Um, and I love my coffee ritual. I mean, it's so different traveling. So you're like, I feel spoiled when I'm home. I have all of my like, you know, potions and tonics and (laughs) maca and cacao and whatever. And I'm like searching high and low for stevia when I'm in another (laughs) part of the world. (laughs) Um, And there's, I mean, at night I'm like, there's a lot of just like laying and cuddling (laughs) not much happens eating decompressing yeah Yeah, chilling hard do you feel more creative in the mornings or the evenings? yeah mornings for sure evenings I'm like I just love downtime and to like unwind into the night so we know that you chat about different products and you promote things that you really believe in as far as the mission goes sustainable products products for skincare soul care everything can you share your favorites right now what you're loving anything well I'm so happy to be back with all my vital proteins stuff (laughs) I love adding all their like powders to my coffee in the morning it's so good and I actually feel such a difference when I'm taking collagen regularly like I tried to travel with as much as I could, but it gets to a point where you look like a crazy person with that much collagen with you. (laughs) Um, So I did get the chance to like experience the difference of using it and not using it. And I do feel like better um, when I take it regularly. So that's nice to have again access to. You're wearing some like beautiful jewelry I've been noticing. Like I love the gold. So where's all that from? Most of the jewelry that I wear is from by Chari. She's an LA-based designer. Lots of, like, minimalist pieces. Um, I have some things from my friend um, Dose the Brand. She's... Uh, we met in in Spain, and she's here. She actually has a little pop-up on a bikini in Venice. And then um, this necklace, it's like a cute woman's body pendant. It's from Wolf Circus. They have really cute jewelry. Skin is glowing. Do you use oh, like a facial oil no, or like I mean, secrets? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like I started off with products and then I like True, didn't have yeah. any. Yeah. So like to, I haven't used anything. Mm-hmm. Like I have no face wash. I had nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, I haven't been using a lot of products, but one skincare brand that I love so much is African Botanics. And she has amazing oils and all kinds of things. But yeah, I really try to keep it as minimal as possible. Love that. And no, that's amazing though, because I feel like so often it's like there's just kind of this like need to add more things to your routine or your skincare, your hair care, your body care. Mm-hmm. And you don't need, you yeah. like, you just, <laughs> like, you. like you just had all these cool experiences around the world and on like such minimal products. So I think that's kind of a nice reminder. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. So before we wrap up, we would love if you could set a self adore intention for our community. So this can be some, this is really just like a self care, self love intention. So something that you've either worked on and have felt like you've come to a good place with it or something that you're working towards currently. Um, just something you can invite the audience to be a little bit more mindful of as they kind of go into their week. I think I'm really working on making sure to put myself first even when other people are asking for my attention. And so even if that means just taking a few moments before answering the phone to take a breath and check in with yourself and make sure like, okay, I'm present, I'm like ready to interact with somebody else before just like diving into being available for everybody traveling made it very easy for me to only take care of myself because <laughs> I was around nobody that I know <laughs> and coming back and like family friends I'm like okay I'm here I need to like not be overwhelmed by what everyone wants from me and make sure that I do the things that I need to do for myself first and being really clear and prioritizing that so that I'm like ready and available for other people so that's my intention and I hope collectively that helps anyone who's listening beautiful thank you do you have any exciting projects coming up events anything you would like (laughs) to share with the community yes um I have a retreat coming up in Tulum it's at the end of October it starts on Halloween actually oh that's cool yeah spooky Mm -hmm. and it's in Tulum which is already magical so it's October 31st to November 4th in Tulum Mexico and all the info is on my website um mickeyash.com or instagram link in bio you know you can find it incredible yeah we were yeah yeah (laughs) would love to have you yeah um okay so yeah to sum up where um our community can find you and if they are curious yeah on instagram at mickey ash m-i-k-i-a-s-h uh, and then from there, you can find all the portals to some classes, guided meditations. I document my travels on my blog um, and share some other more in-depth information on my website as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. This Thank was you. so lovely to share this space with you and just get all of the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> really I'm happy to share. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Wow, what a powerful episode. We hope you guys enjoyed and thank you so much, Mickey, for sharing your love and your light with our community. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. 
So beautiful. Don't forget that this episode was sponsored by Wax and Wayne Jewelry. So be sure to go and purchase. With a purchase up until Tuesday, you will get an additional free bracelet. So check them out. We are so obsessed with them at waxandwaynejewelry.com. And if you found this episode inspirational or helpful or uplifting in any sort of way, please be sure to share it with a friend. Take a moment to leave us a five-star rate and review. It is the way that we can keep on doing this and sharing for all of you. It means the world to us. We read all of your Mm -hmm. reviews. So keep them coming. Please take a moment to do that. If you haven't already, please connect with us on Instagram at Self Adore Podcast and be sure to follow along and join the conversation over there. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week. Love you. 